Air it out. Monday through Friday from 9 to 11. This is the Hurry Up Podcast. So I went through and I went team by team and thought, all right, could they make a move at quarterback? And I came up with 13 teams that I think could make a move or have at least a question at quarterback. I've ranked them from the least likely to make a move to the most likely to make a move. All right. right, Do we get to go through this and make a commentary on your thoughts on your quarterback? Yes. Okay. So number one, which is really number 13, number one, I've got New England. And I think... Everyone's kind of on the same page. I know we're going to hear a ton of rumors because it's Tom Brady, but I'll believe it when I see it that he's actually going to leave New England for Las Vegas. I'd love to see him with the Raiders because this whole dynasty started with that tuck rule game, and it would just be beautiful drama slash symmetry. But really, he's going to leave Belichick to go work with Gruden in the relocated team in Vegas. I just... The Patriots make the list. I just can't see it happening. As I said, there's a story on CBSSports.com, five landing spots for Tom Brady, and obviously the Patriots was at the top of the list, and Vegas was on there as well. As I said, if Tom plays in the National Football League next year, and it's with anybody other than New England, I will fall out of this chair onto the ground. Agreed. He ain't going anywhere. Number two... Something to think about. Number two, I've got Tennessee, and this is, again... You look at what Ryan Tannehill did last year. Led the league with a passer rating of 117.5, ahead of Lamar, Breeze, Wilson, everybody. Completed 70% of his passes. Didn't start the whole year, but 22 touchdowns to six picks. Derrick Henry deserves a ton of credit for putting the team on his back and getting into the AFC Championship. However, the Titans don't get there without Ryan Tannehill. I'd be apprehensive about giving him franchise quarterback money if it were my team. At the same time, I don't think the Titans have a choice. They should stick with Ryan Tannehill. Well, they're pretty much between a rock and a hard spot. They probably should stick with Ryan Tannehill. They're going to try to get a contract done with him, otherwise tag him, I think. Their biggest question is, going to, what are they going to do with Derrick Henry? Yeah. That's and, actually their biggest question. And you're talking about whether or not to pay him quarterback money. Right. Which What's is tagging crazy? a QB this year? Do we know? Neighborhood ballpark, roughly 20, 25, 30. 29, yeah. He made himself a lot of money. I mean, if Teddy Bridgewater can command $30 million on a 5-0 and record while with the Saints, I mean, th- th- there's no reason yeah, to believe that point. Ryan Tannehill couldn't command that type of money. Right. So, true. Um, I think I think he stays, but it wouldn't be it would, it would only be mildly surprising, I think. It would be mildly surprising if they moved on. And again, we're still at the bottom of the list right. here. Number three, Detroit. And the only reason they make the list is because they have the third pick, and there's been smoke connecting them to maybe Tua Tungo-Vailoa if they want to get a quarterback of the future. There's been rumors about them trading Matthew Stafford. I don't think that they actually will. They make the list, but they're at the bottom of the list. Stafford was having the best season of his career last year before he got hurt. Let me go on record saying is if I got a decent offer for Matthew Stafford, I'd take it in a heartbeat. I'd get out from under the money. I'd try to get a quarterback on a rookie contract. What has he done with all the money that he's made in Detroit? If I were the Lions, and they've denied, denied, and denied, but if I was the Lions and I got something that was good, King's Ransom. I would deal him. In typical Lions fashion, they were... This close to having a really good year early on, you remember the Chiefs game and the Packers game, and then instead they end up like three twelve and one, and I swear they lost every game by three points well, or fewer. When they played the Packers, it was a battle for first place in the North. Yeah, yeah. week three or four or whatever right, it was. Right, though, but right, but still, I would, I would I don't deal. Think they won him. a game after that. And speaking of the NFC North, fourth 
On the list, the Chicago Bears. They're committed to Mitchell Trubisky for whatever reason. Ryan Pace's career is directly tied to Mitchell Trubisky. They're going to have another quarterback, but they're not just going to give the keys to the car to somebody else. Like, who are they going to get? What's the investment going to be? I would love to see Andy Dalton there, where you got Trubisky and the Red Rifle duking it out for the job all year long. That would be good. Cam Newton's been tied to them as well. They are all in on Trubisky, though, still for now. I'm all in on that. They make the list, but they're at fourth. Not overly likely. Well, they don't have a lot of... I mean, they're in a pretty weak position if you're talking about a trade for Cam Newton because they traded away their draft picks when they made the Khalil Mack deal. So I don't know what they really have to... Right, assets. ...to, to work with. They almost... they You know, unless you go get an aging quarterback like an Andy Dalton or something like that. But why would you do that? I, to me, I would stick with Trubinsky one more year and then let's find out what you got. I mean, this is kind of the make or break time, right? Th- year three of a five-year, four-year deal, but obviously the fifth-year option. I think you need to I think you need to roll with him a little bit more and see what you find, what you have. And kind of like what Bill said, they don't have any assets. I would think that this is the perfect time for the Bears to extend the contract of Mitchell ah. Trubisky, commit to him for a decade. You do heard it, it here do first. Do everybody in the NFC North a favor. Exactly. Did you see those three games he played kind of decent in? Yeah, sign him long term. All right, number five on the list. I've got Indianapolis. They paid Jacoby Brissett after Andrew Luck retired. Jacoby Brissett is just okay, which is okay, but it's only okay, if you know what I'm saying. It's okay. I think it's a dark horse spot in Indy for a guy like Philip Rivers because you remember the last year they had Andrew Luck. They had everything. Finally, they had their O-line. They've got a strong run game with Marlon Mack. They've got a defense. Jacoby Brissett is just okay, but if you're a little better than okay at quarterback, the Colts are ready to win everywhere else. So they make the list. They're right in the middle. They're kind of in that crossroads. How deep of the water do you dive in at quarterback because you've got a guy in place but you might have a chance to get better at quarterback if you're Indianapolis well Philip Rivers uh in his time in Los Angeles Nick Sirianni who's now the offense coordinator in Baltimore or in Indianapolis rather with the Colts was uh, I think wide receivers coach in LA they know each other well and that seems like a good fit yeah Short term, if you're looking, if you believe you're in win now mode, um, I've never been the biggest Philip Rivers guy, so I don't know if he's really the difference at quarterback there to get the Colts to the promised land. It is kind of interesting because, if I recall, Jacoby Brissett kind of got off to a good start, right? And then, and it looked like you know they weren't going to skip a beat without Andrew Luck, and then and kind of faded then down the stretch. Number six on the list, staying in the AFC South, Jacksonville. They signed Nick Foles to a big contract last year. He gets hurt, then comes back, wasn't very good. I like Gardner, Gardner Minshew as much as the next guy with the stash, the jock strap, the character that is. He's a pretty good quarterback for a guy who was picked on, D, on day three last year. If I were a Jags fan, I would rather see Minshew under center as the starter than another year of the Nick Foles experiment. This is another interesting one to watch. They don't necessarily need to go out and make a change, but they're definitely a team that could be in the market because they don't have a solidified, bona fide starter at the position. Kind of an interesting conversation, similar to that of Indianapolis. But it feels like they'll probably go with what they've got rather than go outside the organization for that 
for yeah. this year anyway. I would think. One way or the other, if it's Minshew mania once again or if it's Nick Foles. Yeah, but can you really, I mean, what kind of experiment was it with Nick Foles? I mean, he went down early, uh-huh. so there's really been no exper- experiment. They tried to bring him back late after the injury. Yep. I mean, they're really in year one of the experiment. But point. the bigger question is, can they even afford to get out from under this experiment with the money and the way so that... so much money. And with the way that the... Uh, the, and the salary structure in the National Football League. Again, just enough question at quarterback to make the list of 13. So they're at six. I mean, in, a, in an ideal scenario, they'd probably be in the market for a quarterback, but I think they're they're in a tough spot. At seven, real quick, Washington. They drafted Dwayne Haskins in the first round last year, but they have a regime change with the personnel department, with the head coach, Ron Rivera. Of course, publicly, Rivera says he likes Haskins. He's excited about working with him and all that, but what's the alternative? He's not going to say that he doesn't like Dwayne Haskins. There's already rumors last year that the quarterback that the Redskins coveted was Daniel Jones, but they couldn't get Daniel Jones because the Giants picked him all the way up at number six. So Haskins falls into their lap. Actions speak louder than words. We shall see just how much the Redskins really like Dwayne Haskins. No doubt about it. They certainly could use a new quarterback, a better quarterback. You could also just tank it and play for your quarterback for next uh, in 2021. You very well could do that. There are six teams left on the list, and this is where you start to make that transition. Not just teams that could make a move at quarterback, but the six teams most likely to make a move at quarterback. Next on the list... The Las Vegas Raiders. For what seemed like forever, it really has felt like John Gruden is not a big fan of his quarterback, Derek Carr. Yeah, I mean, because these numbers are pretty pathetic if you ask me. Completed 70% of his passes for 4,054 yards, 21 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, and a quarterback rating of 100.8. I would say it's probably time to move on. You know, it's funny. We're talking about That's this. That's uh, sarcasm, by the way. Yeah, I, could, I was like, those numbers, I mean, 70% of his passes. That's but, bad. you know, we were talking about the $30 million quarterbacks earlier, and I saw Derek Carr as a $25 million quarterback, and his record is 39-55. He's 39-55 and 55 as yeah. a starter. And you're talking about... Teddy Bridgewater, he's only got you know a small resume, but I mean his resume is not that great. He's making twenty five well, million. Well, either is Matthew Stafford's resume. I mean, that's I mean, still, that's I don't know the what going rate. You know, it is the going rate. I don't, and well, and we all know that. And we've talked about that. I, I wonder what happened to Derek Carr from a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when the Raiders were hot. They were rolling into the playoffs. He broke his leg just before then. They were a hot team. I was just going to say, been, and he's been okay since, but he's never regained. That form, but I, you know, I don't know what it is. I don't think they've got a lot of great talent there. You don't seventeen and thirty since then. You do not exactly. I was the first thing I was going to bring up was that broken leg. You don't think about a guy breaking his leg and that being a career-altering injury. It doesn't happen. It's like six to eight weeks. You drink your calcium, you heal that bone up, and you get back out there. But Derek Carr was an MVP candidate at the time he broke his leg, and how his name. Has been seen before versus after the injury. It's so drastically different. And when you don't have the head coach fully in your corner, right. even though you got houses next to each other apparently in Vegas, it feels like the Raiders very well could make a move at I'm, quarterback. I'll say this: I'm surprised at that record that you threw out there, Bill's career record, 39-55. Yeah, I'm really surprised at that. Um, I think he's a better quarterback than that. And there's been a, obviously there's one been winning a lot, season. 
There's been a lot of good quarterbacks playing on lousy teams with with bad records. I'll tell you, maybe it would. Maybe he should tell Gruden to let him go because he might go flourish somewhere else. He's what? Do you have his age? Is he what thirty? Twenty nine? Twenty eight? Thirty? Okay, so I was off by a couple. Of, still a young quarterback. I would not give up on that guy. I, I still like him. I really do. It really feels like for the Raiders, it's either Derek Carr or Tom Brady. At least they're the only other team that's been concrete tied to Tom Brady. Right. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to give up the rest of the list. But yeah, Raiders well, are next on the list. I would list. still say, though, if I was Derek Carr, maybe I would wish to get released mm-hmm. and try to go revive my career somewhere else. Alright, next on the list, Tampa Bay. Jameis Winston, the one-man 30-30 club. 30 tutties and 30 picks last season for Tampa. Fun to watch in a bad Brett Favre kind of way, but the Buccaneers have a big-time decision to make. I would say that rumors connect Phillip Rivers to Tampa, but they're like three steps beyond rumors at this point. Got a house down there. Sounds like Bruce Arians would be open to working with Phillip Rivers. It makes a lot of sense. If it's not Rivers or Winston, though, watch Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater from the Miami area, South Florida, Tampa Bay could have an opening there. Not to give away another team on the list we'll get to, but there are a lot. Tampa Bay feels like a foregone conclusion. Somebody else will be there next year. That's mm-hmm. what it feels like no to me. No doubt. Well, you know, Jameis Winston, member of the 3030 Club, also member of the 2020 Club now with the, the uh, LASIK surgery. So I don't nice. know if that's too little too late, but... Um, which, by the way, as soon as you saw it, you got to know Jameis Winston when he's in college, and he's looking to the sideline for the play, and he looks like he's looking directly into the sun during an eclipse. It's like, dude, fix that. Get contacts. Go to see an optometrist. You're about six well, years old. Well, for out loud, isn't that part of part on the organization, too? They poke and prod you and do everything else in terms of uh, physicals and whatnot. Don't they give you an eye test? Does he have his driver's license? Like, what about that? I mean, you can't even see the sideline. You're putting him behind the wheel of a car. Anyway. But, but I don't think there's any doubt there will be a new quarterback in Tampa Bay next year. But oddly enough, Jameis Winston might find himself starting elsewhere, too. Very well could. Perhaps he stays in the division and goes to the next team I mean, on the for list. 5,100 yards. I know he, he threw did. 30 interceptions, but yep. he threw it for over 5,000 yards. So yeah. the next team on the list, the Carolina Panthers, I have is the fourth most likely team to have a new quarterback. You could pretty much flip Tampa, Carolina as far as likely, unlikely. But Cam Newton said at the Super Bowl that he planned to be back in Carolina. I think we all know that Kyle Allen is not the answer. Carolina has a new coach. They paid a boatload of money to Matt Rule from Baylor. They brought in Joe Brady from LSU, who went in and totally revitalized that LSU record-breaking offense this year, specifically with the passing game. There's been some smoke around Carolina getting bold and maybe trading their whole draft to try to get up to number one and get Joe Burrow. That seems unlikely. But still, one of the more likely teams to go get a new quarterback this year. Another team that might make sense for Bridgewater, or if the Bucks move on from Winston. You got the, like a quarterback carousel in the NFC South itself. Carolina seems like they are certainly in the market for a quarterback. And mind you, before Cam Newton went down last year, he looked nothing like Cam Newton. Right, but was that because he was hurting or what? Yes, I mean, he's, he's been hurt. That's the point. He's been hurting for several years now. Well, I know, but now they say he's healthy. And Where have I heard but that before? It, it, it also feels like a good time to just move on Absolutely. from Cam. Absolutely, there's no doubt about it. Changing yeah. everything. This is, right? uh, this is hitting the reset button all over Yeah, in there with the exception of uh, Christian McCaffrey. 
You know, that that's the reset button. Keekley's retired and Olson. Olson's, Olson's out of there. Gone, yeah. Ron Rivera's gone. Um it, it's hitting they have the a seventh re- pick, I think, don't they? Is that what it is? Seven I don't you could be right. But I don't know all, that top of my it's head. It's all about hitting the reset button. Yeah. And if you can shed Cam Newton, they'd be wise to do it. Maybe keep an eye Cam Newton, where could he go? I don't know. Washington made the list earlier. That's where Ron Rivera's at. Maybe he's a bit of a bridge quarterback there. Could happen. All right, the top three now, most likely teams to make a move at quarterback. The Miami Dolphins check in next. You've got Ryan Fitzpatrick. You've got Josh Rosen. You've got the third overall pick. First of all, Ryan Fitzpatrick is like the most fun quarterback in football because he's like the old gunslinger. He's got a way of winning games that he has no business winning, and then he'll throw a pick six at an inopportune time. I swear he's played for 31 NFL teams. It would be 32 if I didn't know that he's never played for the Packers. But the Dolphins traded a second-round pick for Josh Rosen last year. Nothing suggests that they think he's the future. I still think Josh Rosen makes sense for Green Bay if they can get him for, get him for a mid-round pick. But I digress. The third pick, a lot has connected Miami to Tua Tungo-Vailoa. Down in Miami, he's taking pictures with Dolphins fans. There's been a lot of smoke connecting two out of the Dolphins who have the sixth pick in the draft. Maybe they can get to up to number three with Detroit if they want to get a guy. Fits for another year and taking Tua in the draft actually would make a lot of sense to me. Dolphins were better than I think people thought that... Hey, the start of last year, it looked like they were openly tanking. They ended up winning some games. I'm trying to figure out what the hell they were trying to do last year. I know, it looked like I mean, for crying out loud, they had a fire sale. They had a garage sale. Yeah. And then they traded for Josh Rosen, as you mentioned, the second-round draft pick. All right, fine. Play him. See what you got. Right. But no, they're not going to do that. They're going to play Ryan Fitzpatrick. All right, and now they're in the market for a quarterback. Well, why did you give up a second? That's draft capital. That's a good pick for a guy that you had no intention of playing last year and may move up. What are you going to do? Flip him to the Green Bay Packers for a mid-round pick? Yes. Genius. Great. I mean, I have no idea what the hell they're doing in Miami. More on Rosen after this conversation because, I listen, I'm not saying Josh Rosen's going to be a future Hall of Fame quarterback. However, when you look at his first two seasons in the league, it's hard to come up with a less advantageous situation than what Rosen's been in. We're one year with the Cardinals under a coach they kept for one year in Steve Wilkes, and then you ship him to Miami, who had like literally didn't want to win football games, and he's sitting behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's his first two years in the this league. This makes no sense. I got to think they're making a move at quarterback. Next on the list, and now we're down to the top two. Definitely making a move. The Cincinnati Bengals. Listen, they've got the number one pick, Joe Burrow. Now, how are they not is, the number one team on this list? Well, we'll get to that. The best quarterback prospect since... Andrew Luck. You got the first pick. You got nothing but the red rifle at quarterback. You take Joe Burrow, unless he somehow pulls an Eli or an Elway. Which, which is, is what very Steve Bradkowski is telling him to do, which yes. is horrible. They're going to have a new quarterback on the roster in 2020. It's a done deal. The only reason they are not number one is because they do still have Andy Dalton there, and if someone wants to give up a King's Ransom for Joe Burrow, and this would be like the richest King's Ransom ever. I mean, this isn't probably just one draft. It's like a complete haul of two drafts for their first couple days picks. It would be ridiculous. 99.99999% sure Joe Burrow's going to the Bengals. 
they're number two. Yeah, unless he pulls an Eli under bad well, advice, or if they do a draft day trade. Which, by the way, I would listen to if I were the Bengals and at least see how many draft picks you're willing to give me and how many number ones are included and how many twos and threes are included. Yeah. There's a price for everything. That, you know, you think you you think that it'd be so foolish. Obviously, it's the quarterback position, most important position in all sports. But the but the Cowboys built their dynasty on the Herschel Walker trade. Think back to when the Washington Redskins traded up to the Rams to get Robert Griffin the third. Can't miss player, right? And year one, he comes out. He's rookie of the year. He's running away from D backs down the sideline against the Vikings. But you think about all that they gave up. Remember, the one good thing Jeff Fisher ever did as head coach of the Rams was put out all of the players that he acquired in that trade as team captains when they took on the (laughs) Washington Reds. And Griffin was out of favor by then. He wasn't even starting. So there's a price for everything. That said, this would be the most Bengals thing ever if they don't take Joe Burrow. Don't get cute. Just take him. Exactly. And I think he's expected to be taken by them, and he's cool with it. I would think. At least from what he says. Until now he's got somebody chirping in his ears. Now he says, look, I'm going to be the best player I can be. If they take me, they take me. That's the way it works. And the number one most likely team to make a move at quarterback this offseason, I'm going with the Chargers. Reason being, Phillip Rivers is gone. They literally said they're parting ways. You know, I mean, they've got Tyrod Taylor on the roster. He'll probably start some games this year, but they're going to add another quarterback. Probably a rookie, I would imagine, unless originally there was some smoke with Tom Brady filling in for a brief rental with the Chargers. That would make some sense. Be open to that. They they make number one on my list because the team literally announced. Yeah. We're yeah, and they have the sixth pick, so they should be able to get one in the draft if they want one up high. Maybe they try to move up or, or whatever. That they they do have six. The Panthers have seven, so maybe they're both ready to snag no, whole, up a QB. But yeah, whole, I mean, they need one. The whole Tyrod Taylor thing though is kind of funny because Anthony Lynn's been trying to sell it like, oh, this guy's good. You haven't seen him. He's good. You mm-hmm. might get a crack here in L.A. Good. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah. I mean, he's been Is like he? he's okay. Like yeah, he said, he's okay. Some starting time. He was yeah. He was he good. Did. He was okay for the Bills. And... I like, you know, he was good. He yeah. was okay. You know, trying to right. sounds like he could go work work uh, in the PR department for the Chargers. Yeah, he's good. You know, he's hey, fine. This guy's good, man. Is it, way, because this is the year they move into the stadium too, right? Yeah, I can't wait to see the empty seats, the full, the, how it goes. I mean, especially for the Chargers. Yeah, no kidding. So those are the 13. That's that's just crazy to think. I mean, that's a third of the league. More than a third of the league there. 13 of the 32 teams you could realistically see having a new quarterback next year. Some more less likely than others, of course. But, I mean, the Chargers, the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Panthers, the Bucks, and the Raiders. Those six seem like pretty good bets. Maybe the top five, excluding the Raiders, seem like foregone conclusions that they're going to move on and have a different quarterback. But you know what? Even when you talk about the Tennessees and the Tampa Bays of the world, which are likely to move on from Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston, and, and you throw in Phillip Rivers and some of these guys, the, it is amazing the quality of quarterbacks that might be out there, unlike yes. years gone by. And even though Jameis Winston threw 30 touchdowns and 30 picks last year, that's still a bigger name that could wind up in a starting role somewhere else than what you typically have 
of career backups, so to speak, that are on the free agent market when you're when you're looking Case around. Case Keenum's and guys like exactly. that. Right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Marcus Mariota is the guy who I think he's yeah. not gonna get exactly. a starting job, but he's but going I to would, end I up somewhere rule else. That out, though, either, though, that he, I mean, if he went to like the Chargers and maybe he makes a couple spot starts here and there, but the draft that was Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota is football's equivalent of the Andrew Wiggins and Jabari Parker draft. Yeah. They're coming in, everybody's like, these guys are gonna be stars. One and two over, they're gonna be stars. And then they're just kind of there. They're just guys at this point. Just a side note, got a gut feeling. I want to see Tom Brady with the Raiders just for the drama, but I'll believe it when I see it. If it happens, if the Patriots have somebody other than Tom Brady under center, that's where Teddy Bridgewater needs to go. It's just a gut feeling. Like, I could see him being the type of quarterback that Bill Belichick brings in because he's just... I don't know if safe is the right word, but that's the word I'm going to go with. He's going to keep the boat afloat, not really screw it all up. And frankly, that's kind of what Tom Brady's done much of the last couple of years. He's more of like a game manager type these days. And Belichick's a defensive genius. He'll find a way to make it work. If Brady moves on, and I would put that percentage at less than 5%, fully expecting to go back to New England, something about it. I can just picture Teddy Bridgewater being the guy to take over after Tom Brady. Bridgewater, Belichick, there's a lot of alliteration there, but that's not why. I see where you're coming from. Not, that's the kind of he's safe. The kind of player that he loves, right? Yeah. Belichick loves. Of course. If Brady ever does play for anybody else or when he finally retires, then the pressure's really on Belichick. Is it just like with any head coach who's been with a quarterback for a long time that's had success? Who is it? Is it a coach or a quarterback? You know, we'll find out. I suppose. Because they always go hand in hand. I just, I don't know. I can picture that. Air it out. Tune in for two hours of that. Weekdays from 9 to 11 with Marcus Eversole and Bill and Rookie. Listen live on 107.5 FM and 1400 AM in Green Bay. On the Fan 107.5 app and on the Fan 107.5.com.